Hello and welcome to the September episode of the PFFUI podcast. On this month's episode, International Association of Firefighters General Secretary-Treasurer Frank Lima joins the show to talk about his role at the IAFF. Enjoy the show! Hello, and welcome to the PFFUI podcast. My name is Eric Scheub, and I'm joined today by President Tony Murray. Tony, how are you doing today? Pretty good, Eric. Good to be with you. Great. Same here. Today, we are joined by a special guest. Tony, I'm going to give you the honors to make that introduction. All right. So for uh, this month's podcast, uh, we're happy to welcome uh, as our guest, uh, the General Secretary Treasurer of the IAFF, Frank Lima. Hello, Frank. Hi, Tony. How are you doing, uh, Mr. President and, and Eric? It's great to be on with you guys. We're doing very well. I'm glad that you can join us for a little while today. Uh, you know, we started these podcasts uh, earlier this year, and we've got uh, some great uh, feedback from our members uh, across the state of Indiana uh, who are listening and, and tuning in. And, you know, whether they're working out or uh, checking a rig at the firehouse uh, or whatever, you know, they're, they're listening to this podcast to get some information about what the... Uh, the Professional Firefighters Union of Indiana has been up to, and uh, just another way for us to uh, get our uh, message out uh, to our members across the state and let them know what we're doing. So we're really happy uh, to have uh, you on with us today. And, you know, you and I uh, go back a few years. Uh, I think uh, first um, I met you at, at I believe, uh, an ALTS uh, when you were um, district vice president for the 10th uh, out on the uh, the West Coast. And uh, I believe that's correct. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's been a pleasure, uh, I, you know, seeing you ever since and talking about um, the things that we talk about, you know, labor, um, our members, how to advance the fire service uh, in the U.S. and Canada and, uh, you know, the work that we do. Uh, so it, it, it's been a pleasure to get to know you. Uh, and uh, now, you know, as uh, general secretary treasurer, I have occasion to see you and talk to you even more. I, I know I read all of your stuff and you know you you have a presence on online and um you know initiating with our, our members and engaging with our members so uh i just want to welcome you to the show and and um why don't you tell us a little bit about uh your history uh, in uh, the iff and labor yeah thanks um thanks tony first of all um it's really great to be on with a state council that is not afraid to use the word union in you know, the Professional Firefighters Union of Indiana. And in the state where it's probably, there's been times in its history, hasn't been easy to use, to say the word union. So um, the fact that you guys do that has always stuck out to me. Um, you come from a, a state rich in labor history, rich in, in, in great leaders, you know, that I've known, you know, recently with Tom Anafee, and I've served on the NFPA 1710 with him for, Quite close to 20 years and Tommy Miller, obviously everyone knows who Tommy is, you know, out of uh, Indianapolis and ultimately District 8 Vice President, one of the largest districts in the international in that Rust Belt and, you know, Midwest, you know, the heart and heartbeat of America area. And, um, and, you know, it's great to see you in there, uh, Tony. 
taken that role. And like I said, we go back and fight at teacher's march, or if not even before that, um, in Los Angeles when we had alls there. And um, and Eric, it's just it's great that you guys are doing this, getting getting information out. But uh, you know, I got elected to general secretary treasurer. Um, I'm working hand in hand with our general president, uh, Ed Kelly, our executive board. Um, and we've had, you know, I want to talk about what we've, what we've done, you know, to make it better. We all try to come into our places, whether it's driving the engine today, <clears throat> whether it's taking the oath of office that we take as union leaders, we leave things better than we found it. Um, I'm still active on the Los Angeles fire department. Uh, this September, I have 31 years on the job, and I probably only work about a shift a month, maybe maybe one and a half shifts, something like that. I worked throughout the, the whole city um, and, you know, went through the ranks of our department. I'm the truck captain, and I'm the you know, most senior truck captain on the Los Angeles Fire Department right now. Is that right? And, that, um, that, is, that's a, that is a true badge there that you wear, the most senior captain of really, the LA Fire Department. Yeah. It really is, and it's something that, you know, I, I promoted early and drove a truck company, then was a lieutenant on the engine for about a year and a half, then I said I had to get off this engine and get back on the truck where I'm going. That's that's where I've been. So I, I, I promoted, you know, through the ranks of the department, and that's kind of how I went through the, uh, my mindset was with the union. You know, I never had a chance, I never really had the aspirations to be our local president. And I asked a lot of questions. I saw injustices. Um, I asked questions about money, you know, that that I thought went wrong. Or how come this person did the same thing as that person? But this one's, you know, knows the chief or is part of the good old boy club and doesn't get disciplined. And a buddy of mine who might, you know, be a little, you know, loud on issues or maybe not perfect is getting a 10-day suspension. And that all comes back, you know, to the union and I worked my way up through all the ranks and eventually became president of uh, United Firefighters of Los Angeles City and got introduced to, to, to like the Ear State Association. I held the seat as a district vice president in um, California Professional Firefighters where we walk the halls of uh, Sacramento, just like you guys do, and try to change legislation in the state. Yeah. And um, saw that whole different lane because we have, you know, I always call it lanes like we have where you're from in Hamilton County, see local 4416. And we got the state lane, the, the professional firefighters union of Indiana. And then, you know, the IFF found the federal lane. And the best thing is like driving down the freeway. Um, sometimes we need each other. And, and, you know, it's like, Hey, sometimes it's, Hey, stay out of your lane. This is my lane. And sometimes it's, Hey, we need all hands on deck. And in the middle lane, they help out the state association called the IFF in and, you know, all, all the locals in and, and and stuff like that you know um my my wife's still still married you know wife um, um of uh 27 years she's an advanced practice registered nurse um my oldest son's still in the military and he's in the los angeles police department academy right now which oh, wait wait you know, a second. Just, what what happened <laughs> what, what, what well yeah that's a good. That's a good. I uh, think question because I think everybody's. Uh, that's the elephant in the room. But you know, he he just went the route. Uh, he played college football and and um, you know learned the farm trade in the army, oh, no. and then finally just with the military. Uh, we need good. We need good cops out there. So. Absolutely. 
Um, Absolutely. Yeah, I've just, you know, I just got to yeah. just ribbing you a little bit. But, it, you know, oh, talk about a family of service. Yeah, you got a rib on that one. Then we have uh, one, our, do- our oldest daughter's in law school, finishing up her third year. Uh, she went to school back in Massachusetts. Her law school's in San Francisco. And then our youngest daughter is currently in um, in an 18-week academy with the L.A. City Fire. She's probably on her 12th week. So she's wow. right around the corner here. Um, we'll have another legacy. And then um, our youngest boy, he's, he's working and you know, welding and just working hard trying to trying to find himself and as he's becoming a young adult now. Um, still active with the Los Angeles Founding Federation of Labor, the second largest federation in America, about 800,000 workers. And, you know, just try to, you know, all that ties in to, to what we do here at the IFF, whether it's, whether it's um, you know, helping out locals, state associations, and and I get to bring that experience that that you know helps us advance here, but also um, hopefully brings and makes our our other union members out there their lives better. Yeah. So so you've really been involved, really in union activism from an early part of your career, almost from the beginning. Is that right? That's that's correct. Uh, I was always one that supported the union you know when it was say we need this candidate in office let's no knock on doors i made sure i showed up and um and um you know was always supportive i was a union carpenter i worked for uh united uh, brotherhood of carpenters local 1506 and matter of fact general president uh uh doug doug mcclennan he was my local president in uh the carpenters about 32 years ago so it's nice seeing him out there you know, on the front lines as a general president. But, um, you know, the office of the GST, you know, there's, there's, you know, a lot of leadership involved. It's not an easy place. Um, we don't just collect dues. We bring ideas for accountability. We enforce financial policies, you know, govern the spending here. Um, and, you know, it's like anything that the general president needs me to do in addition to my own, what we would call like finance duties. Um, you know, I do so very, uh, you know, happily and ready to serve. You know, like he's got me on the, the cancer committee. I do a lot of politics as we have, you know, 53 Congress members in California. And, you know, I was an electoral college voter out there and I'm very involved in, in parties. And, you know, so it works out good. <clears throat> yeah. And, and the day-to-day tasks, you know, it's, it's, it's more than just, you know, your role as a GST in terms of, the business elements of the organization, as we know at the IAFF, but it, it's also, you know, being part of um, the overall leadership um, of our uh, membership across two countries. Uh, what What is your day-to-day responsibilities uh, entail? You know, the day-to-day, you know, obviously, you know, there's, you know, like I said, you know, there's obviously, you know, a collection of dues and that's, that's the biggest, uh, you know, most sacred thing that the members put in my lap or, or a general secretary treasurer's lap when they elect them for that position. But, you know, from an accounting department, we, we oversee, you know, dozens of uh, employees. I review, you know, probably process about 1,000 checks a month. You know, our uh, our budget this year went from 85 million last year. We'll bring in another balanced budget. It's going to be 88, close to $89 million. We have a finance department. We have 30 bank accounts. And I make sure that this executive board for the first time 
gets to see the statements through all 30 bank accounts if they want them. You know, our accounts receivable, we have about 30,000 monthly transactions. You know, our membership continues to grow and organize. We've crested over $341,000 and um, uh, 341,000 members, excuse me, not dollars. Um, and, you know, with over 3,400 locals, we have a human resource department. We have about like 150 something employees, about 130 retirees that we have to deal with. And out of those employees, some of which are elected, we have a production center and print shop. They spend about half a million pages per month and big savings to the IFF. You know, I have pension oversight. You know, I look at you know, find oversee two defined benefit pensions and two defined contribution um, you know, operations of 401 and 457K, which was um, you know, closed by the federal government due to poor administration years ago. And and you know, obviously healthcare oversight. So like I said, all that in addition to, you know, I I'm probably like a pinch hitter, you know, maybe to help out in a lot of politics. Um uh and you know, whatever, whatever's, uh, whatever's needed, you know, things come up. We have to go to line of duty desk, um, you know, and it's general president and myself have had a good operation going, you know, we can't make everything. Say there's a line of duty, double line of duty death in Chicago. If he's there, you know, I consider that I'm there, you know, and then, you know, if there's one in Cal Fire during the Redmond, um, uh, you know, I was there. That means he was there. You know, we've gone to disasters together. So there's, in addition to all this, when when things come up, which they ultimately do, uh, disaster when we find our members in in their most vulnerable and weak moments, uh, we we kind of drop what we're doing on the the, the quote unquote normal week, which I don't even know what that is, <laughs> and um, and we go and help our members. Yeah, yeah, and just like you know, whether it's a a local officer uh, anywhere, you know, in the IFF, the 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 job is fluid, you know, as uh, as leaders go um you know and, and and leading whether it's a local union a state association or or the iff you know it's it's all very fluid um in in, in the tasks that we have to do and and just like the job of you know being a firefighter or emt or a paramedic uh you know you never know what the day's going to bring but i think sometimes people our own members sort of don't realize uh, what a sizable operation the iff is and you know we've got a lot of staff members um, you know, who are helping to provide resources to, to, uh, local officers and, and members, you know, all around, uh, certainly this state, you know, uh, how, how do you think, uh, how's the job going for you? You know, as GST, that's, that's something that, that, you know, you've never done as, is the general secretary treasurer. How's it going? Yeah. You know, it's, it's going really well. I, um, it's probably been the most challenging job or even if you could relate a promotion that I've ever had in my life. And I, you know, we all have on the job training, you know, made apparatus operator when I made truck captain, you know, 21 years ago. Um, you know, you're not perfect on day one. You could hit the ground running, but you, 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 we all learn on the job, so to speak. And just with the amount of chemicals that this place has with, with, you know, locals that find themselves wrapped up in embezzlement knots. Or just they've made a mistake because they just don't know that they need to file taxes and send in their 990s. And and it's frustrating, you know, because you want to help them. And you, you have so many locals out there, especially more in the rural areas, that 
don't have big operations and and uh, sometimes the turnover is 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 very rough you know with elections could get ugly and sometimes you know there's just a, a, a nice handing of uh not handing but you know passing of the torch of the leadership kind of like when 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 you took presidency um at the EFFUI. and uh but I, I couldn't be more happy with where we are um, and some of the things that we've accomplished that, that if you would have asked me at the beginning of the term, if we would have got these done, I would have probably said no way. But it's nice that this year was the first year in eight years that the IFF's got a clean, uh, consolidated financial audit. And, you know, it wasn't by accident. I've taken it very seriously to go through every auditor's recommendation and make sure that we knock it out and and not ignore the recommendations, but actually do them. You know, we've delivered balanced budgets, and every single year we finish with the positive variance. Um, where we roll that money, we make decisions to put it into our reserve account, and we'll talk about that. Raise it up, and you know, pension loan from 2018, where we've paid that off, and 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 making right conservative choices with our money. We're making sure your per capita is properly spent. We've, you know instituted and brought forward to the board, you know, with the help of, of men, including the GP's office, our staff, board, a procurement policy, which is long overdue, which talks about requests for proposals and not just, you know, like getting the best bang for our buck out there. I've really enforced and taken on whether they're elected members or not, staff, and tying up our credit card spending and controls and reconcile, period. Um, and it's been good, you know. It's it's worked, you know. Um, like I said, it's not easy, you know, being the umpire at the baseball game sometimes, and you know, sometimes maybe saying no to hey, we're not going to pay this invoice until X, Y, and Z are done. I personally review those nine hundred fifty to a thousand checks a month. Our reserves are up, our assets are up, our liabilities continue to go down. For example, bonding every every local is bonded up to five thousand dollars. Uh, from the international, you could, you know, you sh- every local should have up to ten percent of their total assets in bonding. But when we looked at the bonding, and you know, what when locals say five locals amalgamate a merge into one, let's say, we were paying bonding insurance for locals that didn't even exist anymore. So we've just been trying to slowly flip over rocks, and and just see, okay, there's a little waste here. Let's cut this and cut the fat off here, cut this off, and, and it's been good. You know, like I said earlier, I'm responsible for the two uh, defined benefit pension plans and two defined uh, contribution plans, and um, we closed the voluntary correction program with the IRS with zero fines to the IFF. Um, and probably last but not least, just this is you know, a lot on, my, on our plate, but since 1975, the IFFs had pension planning, and there's never been meaningful pension reform and i brought four um pension reform items to our trustees and ultimately the plan administration our executive board and with their support we did real pension reform which actually say will save the if at 60 million real dollars over the next 25 to 30 years and it didn't cut the kneecaps off of our future hires you know they're still in a non-contributory state and um uh, we have to recruit the best people here because, you know, when you're negotiating, which we are right now with our local to our office professional employee international union, um, it's not easy. You know, it's not easy to say any, uh, you know, but but you, you try to dignify labor, 
dignify everybody's respect for for their work, you know, but also remind people that we are a nonprofit, you know, so we're not the private sector um, where the airlines pilots, you know, could, could, could uh, you know, walk out or get a 40% raise. We only have so much dues coming in. We only have so much grant revenue coming in, some loyalties and contributions from things like, like uh, inventions and stuff like that. But, um, you know, we're working all summer on this budget with the general president and his staff. Uh, like I said, we're going to bring another balanced budget for fiscal year 24. Our, our um, fiscal year at the IFF starts on October 1st, and we look forward to, uh, you know, getting that, getting that done as well. Well, that, uh, that certainly is a lot. Uh, I mean, accomplishments, and you know, since you've you've been in that, I was a relatively short period of time. And I'll tell you, whether it was uh, my role as a local president for a long time, or my role as a uh, the state association president, um, having the, having a, uh, a secretary treasurer that it pays attention to the details um, is invaluable. <laughs> I've I've had to you know. Uh, and, and they got to be able to say no, which has been my experience. Uh, you know, I've had some treasures say no, <laughs> a lot of things, but you know, it's like keeping that house in order, whether it's, you know, your own, uh, your own home or, you know, our, our, uh, our union on whatever scale, you know, that's, that's a lot of moving parts. So certainly appreciate, um, you know, that dedication and work and, and attention to detail for sure. Uh, and, um, you know, that, so I just want to let you know. It is appreciated, and it's so important. As we talk about the future, the IAFF has over 341,000 members, and we're a growing organization internationally. I know how passionate you are about organizing. Could you please talk about the importance of organizing and joining the IAFF? Yes, that's a, that's a great question, Eric. And, um, you know, as, as, as we see, you know, history repeats itself. The attacks on labor have been around. They're around. They're going to be around. They're not going anywhere, whether it's through legislation, whether it's in Los Angeles, Los Angeles right now, or Unite HERE, that's the hotel workers and restaurant employees, um, are have the biggest hotel worker strike in American history right now. And, you know, they have old, older, mostly Latina members out there walking the lines. And they are, you know, hiring strike busters to, to push them down to the ground and just, you know, really be jerks, you know. And you know, the from the from the Janus versus Astley decision recently, where you know you try to the intent there was to kneecap public sector um, unions, uh, and and it really didn't happen. You know, in a time when when many other um, you know, international unions are declining in their membership. The IFF continues to be resurging daily. And and I see the emails and I and I email you back, Tony, whether it's, you know, with Brother Sanders, who's a great eighth district vice president for you guys, and and you're out there organizing and and your your executive board, the PFF UI in all their districts, uh, you know, not only the IFF's growing, but you're growing in Indiana. And and there's there's a there's a movement out there. You're seeing Starbucks and people wanting to organize and fighting billionaire companies like like an Amazon just to you don't know, have like it's almost like 
to have lines on the baseball field. That's all they want. Some of these workers, when, when, when you work and you get exploited, and I do a lot of work with the farm workers, you can probably talk about the most exploited workers out there are the farm workers. And when you're threatened to be deported, when you say, hey, I've worked over 40 hours this week, isn't it a time and a half? And they go, you want me to call ICE? And, you know, just every every local has their, you know, we don't intend to have that problem, obviously, in the IFF, but it's it's out there. And you're either, I've always said it, you're either one of two things. You're either labor or you're not. But, um, you know, back to your thing, Eric, it's, it's um, you know, labor is all we have. You know, labor ra- raises the boats for, you know, say a non-union uh, plumbing company. You know, there's there's protections that are in place in, in safety and OSHA, legislation, presumptive laws. God forbid we die in the line of duty, you know, and um, organized labor's got to come together. You got to, you know, um, back each other up. And like I said, some some unions are more solidarity with others than others are. It just is what it is. And sometimes that varies from, from state to state or, or whatever, you know, but. Um, and we are getting, uh, as you mentioned, we're, we are organizing a lot in Indiana right now. Um, I think uh, just in the course of, of my time uh, over a little over a year uh, and even before that, you know, we're, we're six or seven new uh, locals that we've organized uh, in in that short time frame, and what we're seeing is uh, one. I think everybody wants to have and and recognizes the product that the IFF and the PFFUI delivers, um, but they just want to see the table. They want to see to the table to talk about their working conditions, about safety uh, in their workplace. An inherently dangerous job we know, um, you know that we do, and our members are professional, and and they just want to be treated uh, fairly, <laughs> you know. And so we're we're getting calls. Uh, from uh, maybe departments that had transitioned or transitioning from volunteer or part-time pay to now having full-time uh, career staff, we're getting the calls from the, from those areas saying, yeah, we, we, we recognize what you do at the state house. We recognize what you do, what the IFF does on Capitol Hill and and we they, and we recognize the resources and we need we need a little help. We, we want to be more professional. We want to be safer. We want to do our job better. Uh, so we are getting these calls, and and we have um, a lot of excited new members um, organizing and creating new local affiliates of the IFF um, because uh, you know they they want to make better lives for their members and their families uh, when it comes down to it. And and you know this is uh, our members, as you know, Frank, because uh, you know we, we all do it. We literally pull up our boots and get in the trenches every single day. Uh, to make a difference in our communities, to make a difference in people's lives. So, uh, I'm really proud to to go out and talk about our product. I'm I'm I it I am very uh, passionate when I when I meet and 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 talk about organizing and just provide information with uh, you know those members who are thinking about getting involved and talk about our sort of shared experience um, all across this IFF. Um, and you'd sort of look at, it and you take a step back and you, and you start thinking about all the progress that's been made and, and what impact labor has had, uh, and just being organized has had on our profession. It, it, it is really, it's shocking. It kind of takes you back. I mean, all the developments, you know, in technology and, and, you know, from gear to, to tactics, to apparatus, you know, everything 
We do. I, I, I don't want to be, I don't want to overstate it, but I really do believe that, you know, the advancements that have come from uh, in, or come around in, in our industry is really because of the IFF and the, and the state and provincials. It really is. They drive that. They drive that change. Yeah, no doubt about that, Tony. You know, and on that note, you just bring up a, a great issue on, on, on organizing. You know, I always look at organizing as you know, external, you know, where, where you have like, hey, that fire department, um, that township was not an IAFF local. They're non-union. So obviously that's a brand new organizing. But internal is just as important. You know, if you have, I say, a 200-member bargaining unit, but you only have 180 members in the union, that's 20 members that you have to, you have to remind, you have to, a union leader has to every day, every single day, organize, like Cesar Chavez says of the farm workers, we organize every day, one member at a time. And it's and it's hard. It's hard work. But, you know, the words are, you got to thank your union for this. And if you have 100% participation, say, say uh, you know, one of your locals is 100%, then you have to continue organizing and and letting them know the value, reminding them the value of the union, the dignity that they bring to the job, the respect, you know, like diesel exhaust systems. You think the city's just putting those in because out of the goodness of their heart, they want to spend $20 million because they care how you breathe so you live longer on your pension, you know, your overtime, or things like the public safety officer benefit that the IFF fights for all the time, you know, um, your pay, your retirement. Um, you know, these are the things, thank 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 your union and for your members out there right now there's so many things that that we all take for granted we all need reminders but it's um it's just like you know it's almost comparable to football many people go hey hey you know hey tony what's the best thing the pff ui has ever done or frank what's the best thing that you guys have ever done at the iff and sometimes i look back and my biggest what i would call accomplishments are, are the defensive stand where we didn't let them take anything away from us and score. We sh- we stopped them off fourth and goal when they were trying to move legislation that would have taken us back 10 years on our pension. Or, you know, but most people look at, hey, how much did you score? How many touchdowns did you score? So the wins come in sometimes defense, not only not only offense on the, um, you know, from being a union leader. And, and you, you, you knew that, Tony. And, um, you know, it was great bringing you to that dinner with our health and human services, uh, secretary, Sarah, when you were in DC. That's right. Yeah. You guys are, you guys are labor, you know, um, there's just no doubt about it. When you talk about the PFF UI that you are labor, you know, that's right. And, and those are, you know, it's, it's whether they're conversations like that with the, you know, the secretary, as you mentioned, you know, talking about you know, what we're doing in Indiana, you know, from an EMS standpoint and, you know, how, how impact of our, our, our ability to get uh, reimbursement for EMS calls and, you know, transports and that sort of stuff. And, and he was really, that, that was a great opportunity just to tell, you know, a little story about what's going on. And, and I, I, I know that he certainly appreciated that. It seemed that he did um, and know that, you know, um, it's about relationships. And so all of our business is about relationships, whether it's, you know, uh, in city hall or, or the town hall or the, or the state capital, you know, relationships do matter. And, and those are things that I've been able to pick up 
you know, for people like yourself and, and, and our predecessors, my predecessors in this role, uh, is really observing and sort of thinking, how do you get things accomplished? And maybe that's a little bit at a time, maybe just a little bit of incremental success at a time. And, and I think you also bring up a really good point too, that uh, sometimes we forget that sometimes you got to hold the line. Uh, it's not about maybe, uh, uh, making uh, more advancements. Sometimes it's about holding where you are. Uh, and you know, I think every day, uh, our union leaders show up with that commitment, just like our members do to do their job, um, you know, to, to, um, provide a good service. You know, we're it, in, in Indiana and in, maybe like other States, um, we're part of the union cause we want to, not because we have to, you know, and we have very high percentages and it's just, it's great, um, that we are able to deliver such a, a product and the members recognize that, you know, that, that there is value. Yeah, that is great. That is great, Tony. I mean, the, the um, in in a state like Indiana, where you have members that that want to be a part of the union, is um, is very motivating to me. You know, um, last last I know one thing that's kind of been a rock in my shoe. I can talk about it. Is a, is a, since you got the GST on the line and you know the finances. Is local financial audit is that is that all right if I did? Yeah, I, I was wondering if you were to bring you know, that up. Yeah, yeah, no, please do. For a touch, and you know, we try to. I think I think you know, as we move into the next couple of years here, as we've, you know, that this this leadership team here has, you know, cleaned up some stuff. We've done we've done well. We, we we've turned and turned a lot of things around. And my focus is going to be really more like helping locals out in the field. You know, like things are getting tidied up at the office. Now it's like, let me turn around and, you know, an embezzlement um, is always, you know, they happen. They happen in little league baseballs and, and parent teacher associations. And they, they, they unfortunately happen. And they're most are due to the lack of check and balances. Um, so, so the helping of the locals, the, uh, paying your per capita, you know, on, on not paying you know, things like that all help, but the local financial audits are essentially something that is required in the IFF constitution and bylaws saying that every local shall within 180 days of the close of their fiscal year and their local fiscal year shall send in this audit report. And when I took office, we were about 3% compliant. And, um, what I found was the locals generally, generally that, um, had some type of financial problems did not turn these in. So we dug a little bit more and our DVPs have been pushing and I know uh, DVP Sanders have been pushing in, in the eighth district, you know, especially in, 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 uh, Indiana and Michigan and, you know, Ohio and, you know, through, throughout, throughout the, um, throughout the eighth district. But, um. I'm happy to say we're at about a 25% of locals are turning them in now. And, and you know, it's significant progress, not perfection, but yeah. progress. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's still a way to go. It, right. It's still a way to go. So we just, you know, making sure that these locals are turning in their nine nineties. And like I said, it's, it's, it's the eight member locals that those treasurers, secretary and treasurers just have a briefcase that was handed to them and the probably their office, the briefcase probably sits in the trunk of their car, and they take it out when they're at the firehouse or, 
or the coffee table at home because they might not have a union home. So there's that's who I want to ultimately help and and try to you know grind. But it's 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 you can't do it alone. You know it's it's help through through state associations, through bigger locals looking out for the smaller locals. You know that um, that we're all in this together. You know if a brother or sister needs help, let's let's help them. So. Yeah. That that's it. I I, I uh, so so encourage your locals to uh, you know get to that full compliance and and we file it away and and if they need any help we uh, we you know with the IRS or their tax exempt status because we have them turned in their nine nineties. Um, those are the things that I'm really getting into and and really excited to help locals because as I think you mentioned it earlier, you know that fiscal house at that union at any level. That fiscal house, financial house is not in order, and then that local cannot effectively fight for their members. That's right. So that's right, and that provides some, uh, you know, the unneeded challenges. You know, <laughs> we got enough challenges, but so keeping the financial house in order is certainly a priority. Uh, and and that you know, you talk about the financial review. It's it's not. It doesn't have to be a complex process at all. It could be a fairly simple process. Uh, there's a resource on the IFF website under the general secretary treasurer. Uh, where you can pull down that form, uh, and whether you, if you use trustees or just a committee of members that really just looks at the locals' uh, deposits and and withdrawals and make sure that the you know receipts line up and and everything's there, that that form then can be completed and sent into the IFF, and uh, you know that needs to be done annually. So I, I think that that's a really good reminder. And I know that our members are really eager. Uh, those that are secretary treasurers. Uh, you know, to have and tap into those resources and talk about those experiences. Yeah. And those, you, you bring up a good point and, um, that's the check and balance. In other words, you know, sometimes we'll get a treasurer that sends in the financials treasurer, say in the president, send in their local financial audit. Um, and they send it in and they sign it themselves. And although, boy, I'm really happy that this came in. There's no independent separation of eyes, kind of like the the kind of like our first clean audit in eight years at the IFF here. You know what? I didn't, you know, I didn't send it to you and go, "Hey, Tony, hey, uh, BFF UI, hey, trust me, my books are good." You know, that's not how it works. That's why we have an election of a independent board of trustees: one from Canada, one from Eastern United States, and one from Western United States, and they get together and they get to assist the auditors and you know if they want to dig by all means you know we open it up and and let them do it so so thanks for bringing up that check and balance um because that's that's what keeps us all honest yeah that's right and frank i i just want to say um you know thanks for everything that you're doing at the iff uh in the capacity as a general secretary treasurer uh i know that you're 100 percent approachable you know if a our members are listening here and they see you at an event. Uh, you know, you're somebody that likes to, to, to talk and have a relationship and, and make contact and get some feedback from members. And I know that uh, you're going to be in Indianapolis uh, for the 8th District Conference coming up yet uh, later on this fall. Yourself and the, and the general president uh, are going to be uh, in town, and we hope to really have a, a great turnout uh, to host our 8th District uh, brothers and sisters uh, here in Indianapolis for that. And I think that that's going to be a really uh, nice conference uh, with a lot of information. So we really look forward to seeing you there. 
Yeah, well, I, I look forward to being there, um, seeing you and your and your membership, and um, anything that you need from uh, the IFF. You uh, you certainly know you can reach out anytime, and we have your back. I know you do. Thank you, uh, and I hope that uh, before we go, that you give the the standard bear phrase of Frank Lima. But anyway, I'm going to turn it. I, I'm going to turn it over to Eric uh, to wind this down. GST Lima, we wanted to thank you for your time today. We know how busy you are and how tight your schedule is, but we wanted to thank you for taking time out of your day to speak with us and our members. And we will see you here soon in Indiana. Well, thank you, Eric, for, for your time and all that you do for um, for, for the union and your um, willingness to get involved. Not easy. So uh, to all of you out there, be uniters, be fighters, and I know you guys are great organizers. Take care and um, have a good one. That's awesome, Frank. Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the PFFUI podcast. Follow us on social media by searching the Professional Firefighters Union of Indiana. For more information about news and upcoming events, visit www.pffui.com. Until next time, this is PFFUI Communications Director Eric Schoeb. Stay safe. Thank you.